So we're on another episode of No Cap. We're at round three with the special host himself, Mr. Soul. How are you, man? I'm pretty good and pretty bad. Oh, My yeah? tipping hasn't gone to what I thought it would be. A lot of people wrote down your tips. Yeah, they did. I think I might have read your tips and you read mine. Probably. I think that's what's happened. You probably say So you are still the oracle, don't worry. Thank you, thank so you. So you've only got one wrong this week, this year. Hectic. We'll give you, uh, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt there, because our listeners really need the help with tipping. They're they hopeless. Do. Everyone, everyone is hopeless at tipping out there, especially some of your mates. Yeah, well, we can't name it. I don't even know who you're talking about, mate. But anyway, they rely on their mums to help them tip. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what a round of rugby league round two. Yes, our team, the mighty Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, got up for their first win of the year. I knew they would win. You did? I knew they would win. Because Munster was missing or... Big m- out, big out. Too much pressure. I said, I told you, too much pressure on Grant and Hughes. We should have won by 40. But, mate, you can't complain. You get a win down there. Good response from the week before for the Dogs. I'm a big fan of our newest signing, Reid Money. Bro, that guy gets through so much work. It's not funny. Oh, he's doing more than he used to do at Parramatta. Yeah, it's his side now. Yeah, because at Parramatta, they just they told him, please never run, just pass the ball to Moses. That was his job. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to run out. And look, see, see how skillful he is? See how good this guy is when you give him a bit of freedom? Yeah. It's a lesson to Parramatta. But anyway, bad luck. Bro, Parramatta needs a lot of lessons. Another oh, loss. Another loss. That game against the Sharks, honestly, was... It was like touch football. Like, no one wanted to defend. It felt like you were playing in the Super League. Yeah, but, I mean, again, Parramatta, they're winning 10-0 after five minutes. They really should have won their game. Yeah, they should have. There's a bit of pressure on them heading into this week against Manly. And it's a home game for Manly. I don't even think the Sharks would be that impressed. Craig Fitzgibbon, he's a defensive coach. Even though they won, he'd be spewing. Penrith back on track. Uh, they were pretty dominant for 70 minutes. And then South Sydney decided to wake up and make it a game. Uh, Brisbane, Reese Walsh. Wow. Apparently, um, Cameron Smith and Billy Slater saying that he'll be the number one pick for the fullback spot. For? Their Queensland side. Well, if Ponga doesn't come back, or if Ponga's ruled out for a while, yeah, he'd be the next one up. Easily. He's ready to go. Uh, Roosters off the mark against Warriors. Okay win. They've got the win. So that's a Congratulations. Uh, the Dolphins, they're on top of the ladder. On top of the freaking ladder. What a win against Canberra. Coming and back. And they were down a player. And they came back. What a victory. Bennett. How good's that Isaiah Katoa? He's going to be a special player. Special how good player. is the master coach? Best. What can I say? Bro, um, people were doubting him at the start of the year. Yeah, but they always doubt new teams. Everyone doubts a new team. That's what he loves. He loves being an underdog. There's no expectation on them. People thought they weren't going to win for 10 games. That proves a lot of people wrong, put it that way. Yeah, they have. Dragons got off the mark. Hey, good on them. They played really well. Credit to Ben Hunt. You know, he said it. He said that, you know, they were ready to go. And he wasn't He wasn't talking shit. You know, the best, worst game of the round was Tigers versus Knights. Apparently, it was a very exciting game. You didn't watch it, did you? No, I did. So, I saying apparently it was an exciting game. It was the most dramatic game I've seen from start to finish. There was sin bin send-offs. There was the Tigers getting tackled a hundred times on Newcastle's line. They couldn't break the line. It was ridiculous stuff. How the hell did Newcastle win? And they won it without their superstar player. The Knights had four players injured, gone. They had a sin bin. Two sin bins or one sin bin? One. They could have had two. 
Jackson Hastings, but he got away with it. Then the send-off, big hit on Simkin. I think it was accident from yeah, Safidi. They had no bench, and they were down a player, and I held him out for 20 minutes. Very, very exciting. Big win. Massive win. Shout out to the Knights. They've got no one to play this week. They've lost too many players. They'll probably be going to their reserve grade daily. Uh, they got no choice. Well, they might call you up. I like to take the victories where I can. They won because I, I was there. Just uh, say it. I, I was I'm waiting for it. Like, I'm trying to build this up. Just say it. You were there. You must have said something inspiring. I told my mate, Jack Miller, just get the win for me, buddy. There you go. They did it for the Oracle. They did it for you, mate. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel pretty proud. Are they going to buy a membership now? For the Newcastle Knights? Yeah, your, seventh, yeah. your seventh team Yeah, in and the I'm last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Been around the world in this industry. Even at the end of the match, Jackson Hastings tried to apologise to Talau and then he wasn't having it. Bit of a shirt front, bit of a confrontation. Yeah. Clemmer wasn't happy. He got involved and shit, man. A lot of bad blood between... Clemmer and Hastings. Just Hastings and the Tigers. Overall. He must have not left on a good note. Yeah, I think. Um, sticking to the Tigers, they were really, really poor. Bro, it's embarrassing. You'd think with a new like development facility and a new upgrade, with new everything, and they've just gone out and spent money on the biggest marquee signing that's already won two comps. Actually, he's won three comps already, and they just can't put the players around him so he can lead them to victories. Well, they bought more than that. You're forgetting a fair few good players that they bought in. Yeah, they've bought in Clemmer. They've bought in Bateman. Papali'i. Papali'i. Best second row in the game probably last year. One of. Yeah. You know, like, they've got a decent team. How come this isn't showing on the field? Well, it's two games in. It's only two games in. I know they're back-to-back Leichhardt games, but it's only two games in. What, you want us to wait till um, round 13 where we're halfway through the year and we need to start playing catch-up before we start asking questions? Don't get me the performance was shithouse, rubbish, yeah, but it's two games. You know, Tigers lost those two. Uh, that's it, danger signs. It's it's trouble at Tiger Town. And, you know, Para lost two games. Para lost two games and they extended Brad Arthur. People are going to say, oh, yeah, well, they had the whole preseason to sort that out. They had trials to sort that out. When they won the trial game, people were saying, oh, shit, it feels like 2005. So it's still too early to knock on Benji's door. Come how, on, how, how, is, how is it not early? Now, after 10 games, if they're 0-10, yeah, maybe we start talking then. Fair enough. So Tim Sheens can get them out of this. It's not just Tim Sheens. They have to find a way, and it's going to be tough this week at Belmore. The only thing going for them this week is that Bulldogs never fucking win at Belmore anyway. It's a tough, it's a tough spot, but they can get out of it. You can't just rule them out all of a sudden. That's fair. Moving on, big changes on the concussion rule. If you cop a Category 1 concussion, which means loss of consciousness or loss of balance or, you know what I mean, you fall to the ground without protecting yourself, there's no HIA anymore. You just get ruled out for the game and you're out for 11 days. So there's no 10 minutes no, no. coming off assessing? Not Category um, 1. Category 2, yes. Okay. You can, you can still do HIA if you cop a Category 2 concussion. But category 1 out. Wow. It's going to have massive implications during finals time. Yeah, it will. Think teams are going to cop it? Oh, I doubt it. So, what happens if you play on a Friday? you got to wait two weeks before you can play again. Yep. That's not fair. What? That's not fair on some of the clubs. What do you mean? It's protecting the player. 
Oh, then that's very fair. Or imagine, like, you've got a player... Let's just use Newcastle, for example, and their situation with Kalen Ponga. That's their star player. They need him on the field to be winning games. Okay, they won. They beat the Tigers without him, but, like, they need him. If he's out for 11 days, that's two weeks. Let's say they play two top four teams and they lose them by heavy margins. There's no bouncing back from that. Bad luck. doesn't matter. It does not matter who it is. That's the whole point of this, to protect the player. The problem comes when it's prelim final time. Someone cops a concussion, they're out. They're not playing the grand final. Yeah. There will be a problem one year when a big player cops a concussion in the prelim and is ruled out for the grand final. Yeah. I've got a little bit of a query to ask you. Why can't we um just do a bit of an NFL system where defensive and attacking players come on and off? So, like, let's say you need a Kalen Ponga in attack, but you don't need him in defense. Can't you just take him off like they do in NFL with the quarterback? Or you can put Kalen Ponga back to fucking fullback. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> It's the Queensland fullback. He's playing five eight. Anyway, did a Darren Lockyer go from fullback to five eight? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, moving on. Uh, rumor mill. Your rumor mill. Yes. A couple of big signings this week. Yeah. Apparently, your Roosters have um, gone to the market to pick up a lock forward from Parramatta. You're asking me. You're yeah, the oracle. Yeah. Nathan it? Nathan Brown. Yes. Has signed. Yes. Has been announced. Oh wow, that's an exciting signing. A yeah. new forward. Is Ned Locks in your side? What are, what are you employing here? Victor Radley has a HIA or a suspension. Oh, you're being oh you're not taking the, you're not taking a piss. You're being really legit here. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, he's a good pickup. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like they've got a couple of players back this week, so that helps. But everyone's take the piss. But they've got a big injury list. They do. Yeah, I don't know why he had issues at Parramatta, but you know, he'll go well here. Maybe Brad Arthur just didn't like him. Moses, has he signed yet? Mitchell Moses, it's Wednesday the 15th of March. Has he signed yet? No, he hasn't. His deadline was two weeks ago. Um, apparently, a lot of people are annoyed by us asking Moses, when are you signing? Why are you putting so much pressure on your coach? Even, like even he signed an extension before him. Maybe they're just waiting for the Tigers to up their offer to see what the goal is. Maybe he actually wants to go to the Tigers to play with Brooksy, but he's just playing the game. I'm the Tigers. I'm looking for a swap deal. Who would you swap for Moses? And that other player just said. Adam Dewey? He just said his name. Brooks. Oh, Brooks. Get rid of him. And send him to Parramatta. Send him to Parramatta. I reckon Brooks goes to Parramatta and Dylan Brown goes to the Tigers. No way. Moses and Brooks can play together. What's his obsession with Moses and Brooks? They play the same position now. And then I didn't get why Brooksy wants to play with him again. I think Brooksy needs to go to Super League. Any other rumours that we need to know about coming up or we should be on the lookout for? Um, not uh, at the moment, no. But staying tuned, I think the Brisbane Broncos are coming after uh, Roosters half. Watch this space. All right. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. The following announcement has been paid for by... Sydney Body Envy Massage. They're back. We travel all over Sydney. That's why we've added the Sydney part to the name. That's right. North, south, east and west. 
It's still Sydney's number one? Always number one. Where are you going to find you? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, or, or TikTok. Twitter, Twitter, TikTok, website. Everywhere. No one better. All right, we're back. This week's games, round three. It kicks off on Thursday night. Seagulls back off a bye against the Parramatta Eels, the winless Parramatta Eels at Brookvale. Josh Schuster, the big in for the Seagulls and Parramatta, uh, no changes. Well, for the benefit of Cousin Mark, I want Manly to go undefeated for the start of 2023, and I've tipped Manly. I think Parramatta's got to win. I think they've got more to play for. There's going to be big dramas if they go 0-3. and three. There will be. I think there will, as if they won't. Next game, Friday night, big game, Knights-Dolphins. Who would have thought? Massive game now. In Newcastle. First away game for the Dolphins, so big test for them, but... You know, a couple of big outs for the for the Newcastle Knights. Ponga out, Frizzell out, Jaden Braley out, Jacob Saifidi out. On the other side, Dolphins, Jeremy Marshall King's out. Suspended? Yes, that's right. They're big name players out for the Knights. I would have picked them if two of them were still playing, but I think Dolphins are going to go 3-0. I reckon it's going to be a big margin. From the Dolphins, 28 points. Sorry, so um, Dolphins by 28? Yeah. Okay. Um, later that night, massive match. We haven't even talked about this properly, but anyway, it's East versus South, the Roosters and the Rabbitohs at Allianz Stadium. The rivalry. The big rematch from last year's epic semi-final, where there was about 15 sin bins. (laughs) (laughs) It was was, uh, Auckland Nines for a bit during the game. Uh, Big ins for the Roosters. Jared Ray Hargraves is back and Victor Radley is back. You have to pick the Roosters, eh? Uh, I think the Roosters will win, regardless. I don't have to pick them, but I think they will win. I'm going to go with South Sydney. Yeah, fair enough. You know, there's a, you know, this rumour going around that they're under the Roosters' skin, but everyone forgets the Roosters didn't have Manu last game. Teddy copped a concussion, didn't he? I think so, yeah. So, if you got them and Suali'i there, I think they'll be too good. Just a big close game. Super Saturday kicks off. Titans v Storm at Seabus Super Stadium. Titans' first home game. Has Bellamy lost two in a row at the start of the year? Well, he won the first game, so it doesn't make sense. But you're talking about just two in a row? Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing Jonah Pizzette, the number 14. Uh, he's been killing it in reserve grade. And the There's halves. big raps on him. Big raps. Let's see uh, how he goes or how he gets used during the game. There's about 10 ins for the uh, Titans. The big out is Sam Verrills. Anyway, who wins this one? I've originally tipped Melbourne and I kept it on Melbourne. It's tough because Titans are okay. Melbourne's not at their strongest still. It'll be a good game. Could be high scoring if it's sunny. I think Melbourne just. Uh, Second game on Super Saturday, Cowboys-Warriors from Townsville. The big outs are both teams' fullbacks are out. Charles Nigel Klockstad and Scott Drinkwater both out for different reasons, of course. Tom Chester for the Cowboys and Tane Tuapiki. So two rookies. Two rookies. I think that's their debut. Beautiful. Who do you reckon's got the more experience? No, I uh, think Cowboys. Yes, I've gone with the Cowboys. Last game of Super Saturday, Broncos-Dragons, both coming off big wins. Corey Oates, the big out for the Broncos. And I think Dragons, yeah, same 17. It's going to be tough for the Dragons, eh? 
Yes, it is. They've got a good record against them, though. They do. They smashed them towards the end of last year. Mm. I think Broncos win, but... I think so, too. Big game from Belmore Sports Ground on Sunday. Bulldogs-Tigers. Same team for the Bulldogs, but, you know, Josh Reynolds has been named in the reserves. Maybe yep. he gets a run. For Kyle Flanagan. Probably a bench spot. And for the Tigers, Dane Laurie's out. Isaiah Papali'i's out. Jake Simpkins out. Tommy Talao's out. So, a lot of big names out. Uh, like you said before, John Bateman's been named on the reserves too. So, he'll probably play. He will? I think so. I think the Bulldogs will win. I want Canterbury to win. Um, last game of the round, Raiders-Sharks from GIO Stadium. The Raiders, the winless Raiders, take on the Sharks. Can they win? Is it going to be hot or cold in Canberra? It's going to be 34 degrees. Yeah, Cronulla's winning. <laughs> Canberra. Um, all right, that's the games. Before we end the uh, podcast, need a bold prediction. It's been two rounds. We haven't really said much. We did pretty well last year in our bold predictions. We did. Do you remember what we said last year? Doesn't matter. It's gone. You know, we don't want to remind the whole world that we were right. But big pressure on us this year. Do you have one? Yeah. Oh, come my, on, Oracle. My, my big bold prediction is going to be Dolphins to make top eight, Dolphins to make top four, and Dolphins to make the prelims. That's the bottom line because the Oracle said so, as Stone Cold once said. Wow, prelims. Yep. Jesus, prelim. All right. It's pretty big. Grandpa's Army's doing well, and the show on Stan is pretty epic. Pretty good show. Um, <clears throat> my bold prediction for 2023. Oh, well, on the back of Brad Arthur extending his contract, Parramatta's going to miss the eight. <laughs> 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 Parramatta is going to miss the eight. They're going to miss the eight, honestly. Will uh, Moses extend before they miss the eight or after they miss the eight? I don't know. Before, probably. But oh, I don't know. I just think they, they've... Oh, I've said this before. I think they hit their ceiling. People are trying to say, you know, you got to lose one grand final to win one. They've lost a shitload of players as well. They forgot about that part. You can see how it's had an effect the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Probably games they should have won. They would have won last year. I must say because they lost those two games that they're going to miss the A. I'm just saying I don't think they've got the depth. Do we have any Paris supporters that listen to this podcast? Probably. Are, are you not worried with that comment? I'm never worried. I said they were going to make the grand final last year and people laughed. What happened? They made the grand final. Get the hell out of here. I like your prediction. I'm not saying they're going to get wooden spoon. I'm just saying they're going to just miss the eight. There's a lot of teams vying for that seventh, eighth position. Well, Para can't come ninth because that's Tiger's spot. No, the Tiger's spot's 17th. They're going to be the first team ever to finish lower than last. (laughs) <laughs> that's what's going to happen um, But yeah, that's our bold predictions I like it Simple I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of the Dolphins and the prelim Imagine that happens You might run the club next year I'll move up to Brisbane to, to run their massage company No, no, you're going to run the bloody club Maybe into the ground oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's the show Thanks Oracle Hopefully the mighty Bulldogs get another win this week against... The Tigers, and hopefully Mitchell Moses signs before the end of the weekend. There's more chance of the Dolphins making the prelim than Mitchell Moses signing this week. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's the show. Take care, enjoy the footy, and we'll see you next week.